Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. y'all today's cocktail is called a billy sunday's blackthorn and please forgive me if i mispronounce some of these ingredients because it's it's fancy so (laughs) what you're gonna need is one and a half ounces of aged whiskey three-fourth ounces of cochi vermouth di torino hope i said that right three-fourth ounces of slow gin two to three dashes of bergamot bitters. The directions are combine all the ingredients into a mixing glass and add ice. Stir until chilled and strain into a chilled rocks glass. Express orange peel and discard and drink up. Mm. Mm, Billy Sunday's Blackthorn. It, that is a long name. That is, and it sounds strong, and it looks strong. I was looking at the picture. I was like, it's, it's rather dark. <laughs> what if you were still bartending and somebody came up and asked you for that? What face would you make? I would go, <laughs> let me pull out my bartender app. <laughs> That's what I would always do when I didn't know what. The, I'd be like, <laughs> if it was a girl, it would be harder because girls are bitches. With yeah. guys, it's just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right, just tell me what you want. <laughs> right. The ingredients. Do you know? If not, okay, whatever. Okay, well, anyway, welcome back to Cocktails, you guys. Hey, y'all. So, this week... Um, Wait, ha- Kiki, you got lipstick on your tooth. Oh, do I? I had to get you, girl. I, you. I got your back. Do we have the same color lipstick on today? Well, I mixed two. I mixed Ruby Woo with this brown one. I think it's called Downtown Beauty. I'm feeling it. Mm, thank they you. They look the same. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, anyway, what was going on with you this week? So let me tell you, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like my new thing, not new thing. I've been interested in voiceover and finally started taking it seriously when everyone was like, Medina, you got to do this. You got to do this. So I booked like my first huge gig. I've booked stuff before, but this was with. That's really good. What are you going to be uh, voicing? I already voiced it. It okay. was really short. It was a turnaround. I mean, I was like so nervous because I submitted my audition uh-huh. and I hit up my voice coach and I was like, oh my gosh, Eileen, I just got a real, like I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I was like stuttering. She's like, you got this, calm down. You you know how I get, like I get kind of yeah. nervous when like the pressure is on. Yeah. So I went to this studio on Northside actually and um, it was a big grandioso studio. All these white people. I was the only black girl. I think they thought I was going to be white, but I wasn't. But um. <laughs> It was a great experience. I loved it. It was fun. And um, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, girl. You're welcome. What else? Anything? Uh, okay, you had Homecoming. I had, oh my God. You know, I hate when I re-listen to the episodes and I'm like, why did I not bring this up? Yeah. I definitely had Homecoming. I didn't go to any of the club events. Okay. Um, Because Thursday, Tuesday really fucked me up. Like for the rest of the week when we went out, I was like, dang. That's it. That's, that's my go out day. And I had a good time. But um, yesterday I went to tailgate for Clark Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then we walked, me and some of my line sisters walked over to Morehouse. It was, mm-hmm. I didn't really have like a great time, but <laughs> it was fun to see people that I hadn't seen in forever. Like that was the great thing about it. I saw old crushes, old little flings. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, hey, people told me they listened to the podcast. Oh, that's really good. I got super shy. I was like, okay, <laughs> we don't need to talk about it now. Okay, thank you for your support. <laughs> I don't like when people do that. Yeah. Like, you can tell me, but I don't. We don't need to talk, talk about, about the stories. About 
Like, just send an email in, a little listener letter. Right. That's about it. Like, yeah. Write a review, too, please. Please. You guys are listening. Yes. I didn't go to any homecoming stuff. My homecoming was this weekend as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I just watched everything from Instagram. Mm -hmm. I haven't been back to homecoming in, like, five years, I want to say. Wow. I've definitely been after I graduated, but I just never go. And it was like... Most of the people who I actually care about, Mm -hmm. I still talk to them, Mm -hmm. and I've seen them. Did they go? Mm, Some people did. Okay. But not everybody. It wasn't like we were all going to go, because that year that I went, we all went. But it's like, let's just go see each other somewhere else, because it gets a little chilly around this time of year. You know, it's it's just that sort of thing. Um, So this week, I went on a couple of dates. Mm. I've been trying to go on more dates, you guys. So I went out with this guy, and this wasn't the first time I went out with him, but he, like, talks about himself the entire time and I'm like you need to go watch our little YouTube video and, and look at the tips because it's like did you post it? Mm-hmm. Oh, send it to me. I tagged you in it on YouTube. I didn't get it. You didn't? Okay. Well, it's on there. Okay. Anyway, um, the guy, like, he was just talking about himself and every other word was, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I did like the restaurant. We Where? went to Umi Sushi in mm-hmm. Buckhead. It was delicious. It was really, really good. So the fact that he was talking about himself the whole time. Like what? Girl, half the shit I couldn't even hear because he doesn't even have, like, a really loud voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I, I wasn't sure if it was because he was shy or not, but I'm going to save our second date for my cocktail today. Oh, so he, there was a second date. There day. was a second date. What else did I do this week? I worked as usual. We did go out Tuesday. We went we out, y'all. We were out so late. Then when we left, we got taco. Um, How about my car got broken into? Oh, my but it But it was like a minimum break into. I don't know if I like maybe walked up and then they saw me and then left. I don't know, but my window was down. It, not broken. It was down. And I was like, I know I didn't leave my window down. Like, yeah. I know I didn't. And like, Carlos was like, maybe you did. I was like, no, the window's acting funny. I think somebody like used something to pull the window to down. Push it down. Uh huh. So glad I put my purse in the trunk yeah. because, but maybe it was a, all it took was my charger and the change in the cup holder. And I was like, this had to be a, a homeless person, but my charger was or definitely. Or a kid. Or a kid. Maybe they just like, needed a charger. I was like, fuck you. That's rude. But I had fun. I was I like, I had a really good time. I was looking back at the videos. Taylor was tired as hell the next morning, which is always a good sign. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's just good. I like when she comes to town and I make her go out because of that one time she came out here and she went back to Texas and was like, I did not have a good time. We really didn't do much. But like, I was sick when she came mm-hmm. and it was freezing cold and she and I was working. Mm-hmm. She was the one that was off and I was like, okay, well, we can do this, this and this. But she just really didn't have that great of a time and so now every time she comes I'm like we are going out every night if he kills me. I feel like Taylor's my spirit so animal. Stuff. Really? I do like she is just I can sing and dance and she'll jump in and I oh, don't yeah, feel like she, One of these guys that I met recently he was he's been trying to get me to come over to his house. Now mm-hmm. I've been to his house before but I told him we're not about to be chilling at the house. Mm-hmm. I have my own home. Right. And it's very comfortable. The couch, you sink into it. You can take a nap there. It feels great. I know where everything is. I know where the snacks are. I know how to get to anywhere I need to go from my house. I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like being at home. So he was like, oh, you know, you love it over here. No, I don't. You don't be having snacks. You buy cheap ass wine that I don't like. And no, and I'm not, I just don't want to sit up under you all day and watch basketball. I don't give a fuck about basketball. That's like such you an know? intimate thing. And I'm like, like, we can get there possibly. Possibly, right. to where we don't have to be talking. But I'm like, we are still in a get-to-know-each-other phase. And so while you may be smitten with me, 
I really don't care. You're like a take it or leave it situation. So I was talking to him. I was like, do you know what a date is? Like, I want to go on dates. If you don't, he was like, well, I don't really like dates. Okay, that's fine. But we won't be anything Mm -hmm. if you don't like something that I want that's fine this just ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. so he was like well you know I wanted to go here but I don't always feel like getting dressed up I never said you have to take me somewhere where you have to get dressed up I didn't say we even had to go to a nice restaurant or anything like that like pick something that we can do that does not involve being at either of our houses where we can talk spend time together and get to know each other Mm -hmm. that's it it doesn't have to be a big thing so he was like well can you pick something and um, you know I'll take care of it no I'm not picking it if I pick it I'm also gonna pick somebody else to go with like my (laughs) homegirls and you ain't gonna have nothing to do with it he was like well what if I just send you the money to do the stuff that you wanna do that's not a fucking date you can send the money though and you're defeating the whole point obviously I'm trying to spend time with you not get somebody to pay for my shit right and obviously you want to see that he can put in some effort yeah it's like you're being so lazy and so then he tried to sell it that he's super busy and I'm like but you're not busy because you just FaceTime me and you out with your boys. So do you want to fuck them or do you want to fuck me? Like, which one is, is you booty dappling or not? You could have been out at the same place with me. I like chicken wings. Right. You know, I'm not always, you know, a girl that wants to have nice shit. Not always. But sometimes. But look, we could go have some pure fun. That's what niggas need to understand. Like, like don't assume by the way I look, because I guarantee that's what he's doing. He's like, well, yeah. you always dressing up. You got makeup on. You got heels. Mm-hmm. Don't assume. A bitch still likes to get down. Like, plan something yes. fun. There's, like, I would go to Six Flags. Girl, and it's Fright Fest. There's haunted yeah. houses. There's so much stuff to do right now in Atlanta. There's pumpkin patches. There's like... Okay, I want to go to pumpkin patches. Oh, okay, but I get well. it. I get it. <laughs> well, you know, they got Maybe a lot of stuff. I liked him more or something, but no. Yeah. You got to get to know people. Like, and getting to know people takes time and effort. Like, dates. Yes. And so that's where I'm at in my dating life right now. I'm just, I'm actively going on dates, trying to meet new people, but it's just really hard. And I've just been, like, so comfortable being by myself that it's like, listen, you really have to make me want to get out and spend some time with you. Like, have an interesting conversation before we get together or don't pussyfoot around it and take forever to make some plans. Mm -hmm. If you're not really a phone person, I get that because I don't want to sit on the phone all day. But like, go ahead and make some plans. Yeah. And that's just it. And if I'm not available, accept that. So, next thing, Tinder. I was on Tinder Mm -hmm. because I need to speed up this process, Mm -hmm. right? So I've been swiping my life away on Tinder, (laughs) swiping my life away on Bumble. Yes, just swiping. Like, I probably got cramps in my hands Mm -hmm. right now. So anyway, I I matched with this guy, and he was like, so would you like to go grab a drink today? I said I would, but I already have plans today. Like, I'm going to be busy all day long. I really can't. But if you're into Sunday drinking, we can grab a drink on Sunday after. Hey, brunch, what's up? So he was like, well, what do you have to do? So, well, nigga, I'm busy. Like, what what difference does it make? But I was like, maybe he's just trying to make conversation. I was right the first mind. So I tell him, you know, I'm helping uh, my aunt move. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm helping a friend. He has an audition. So I'm going to babysit for him while he does the audition. And then I also need to get through a couple more episodes of Shameless. Mm-hmm. So... 
I mean, so there we go. Yeah, so that's that's like my whole day. And I really don't know what time anything is except for the audition. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to tell you we can do something at 8 and 8 doesn't work out. Like, I don't want to cancel. So he was like, oh, well, um, when you're helping your aunt move, like, is there any heavy stuff? Me and my friend can come help. Oh, that's so nice. That was so nice. But I was like, you know, it's not my house. It's her house and her stuff. And I, don't I don't want know niggas you. up in here. Yeah, so no, that's not going to work. And so he was like, well, what about the audition? Well, what about the audition? You okay, okay, I told you already. He's pressed. See you today. And he was like, well, I'm leaving for Tampa tomorrow. Oh, well, you don't live here? No. Okay, well, why are you wasting my time? I'm not fucking you, if that's what you got. <laughs> I'm not. It's not happening. It's absolutely not happening. And I'm just like, what is wrong with people? Would I have done that? I don't think so. I would, if somebody told me they're busy today, but we can do something tomorrow, that's just it. That's. Just, I'm trying to think. Have I ever done that? Like in my like in the. I mean, maybe offer once. Yeah, like maybe something. you're like, oh, like if they're like, oh, I got a lot of errands running, you'll be like, oh, well, I'll just run them with you. But that is a long time. That's like young, young me, where it's just like. I don't have a car and I need to get out the house and I'm going crazy. <laughs> so I'll go anywhere. Oh, you where? Yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> I remember my little car had broke down and um, I didn't have a car for a while and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start crazy. And it's like, I'll go to a friend's house and I'll be there for days until, you know, some... Uh, I remember them days. Out. You know, it's it's rough out there. Yeah, girl. I wanted to ask you, um, did you hear about Nelly? Yes. And the accusations against him, but now it's like kind of dropped. And I was just like, do you think he really raped the girl? Or do you think it was one of those things where her friends was hyping her up? Like, girl, you could get some money from this. You was a little drunk. You, he probably raped you. I think it might be the, it might be the second one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like then the girl I saw, I didn't read a whole bunch about it, so I don't really know too much, but it was like, um, something about they had evidence that would prove that she was lying and then she said that his people were intimidating her and I just feel like all of this is possible anything is possible mm. I'm just wondering what made her drop the charges and if she really was lying I just hate when people do stuff like that because you it make it hard it so for the real hard. ones like people get raped and molested every assaulted, day and it's like every time something happens we always end up asking do you think it really happened or not and it's like you don't want to do that but you have to ask because yep. people are just so free about lying about it but I did see the video of him on stage with the little girl did you see that that was crazy. Margot showed me that and I was actually like what is this he was, it was doing to watch. it like, was who okay first of all why was she there first of all why would you my mom would not have allowed that like she would either. have been like no sit down like no my mom was I that mom where it's like you're not gonna be acting girl I remember like in like fifth or fourth grade a little boy gave me a little necklace mom's like give it back this is inappropriate <laughs> y'all are children where do you get the necklace from and why give it back this little boy gave me a necklace my mom let me keep it but we had these cute neighbors they were older probably like 17 18 mm -hmm. and me and Mallory must have been like 10 and 12 and Mallory's my sister um so hey Mallory hey girl so we're uh we were outside and the guy had like some kind of sports car I don't know something that went fast mm -hmm. and he was a cute little guy and so he was like oh do y'all want to go around the block like he was taking all the kids around the block mm -hmm. nice guy I don't think he was a creep or was trying to be inappropriate my mom was like what the fuck is wrong with y'all you cannot just be hopping in cars with random boys do you know what happens to people because I think I've mentioned this before my mom used to be a parole officer mm -hmm. for sex offenders that was the the primary wow. uh caseload that she 
she had. So she would have all these crazy stories. So she used to be very serious about like, no, I'm not putting my kids in danger. We got in trouble and she took our cell phones. I was so mad. Speaking of, y'all deserve Ooh. that. But speaking of hopping <laughs> in cars with boys, this past, yesterday, me and my line sister, Serena. Hey, Serena, girl. Um, we went to Georgia State Homecoming before we went to AUC. And we were walking, we decided like, we parked at one of my other sorority sisters' houses and then took a Uber. It was like seven minutes. We were like, I don't know why we decided we were going to walk back when we were finished. And it was ended up being like a l- way longer walk, obviously. Serena's like, let's just hop in the car with somebody and see if they'll take us. Girl, you know about Georgia State? Like downtown, you can easily walk into the hood. There was a car parked in front of a trap house. It looked like a trap house. She's like, let's just ask him if we can get up in there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you guys, what if they I try to do you. something to us? She's like, there's three of us. Yeah, but there's two of them. One of us is going to get got. At least one of them. Uh-uh. And probably both of them got a gun. Girl, I was like, y'all is tripping. No. I'm not young no more. I've done that though. I've done it, but not no, today. Like recently, yeah. Hopped in a car. Yeah. We just hopping in niggas' cars yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I just have a bad habit about that. If he's cute and it's a nice car, I'll hop in. And I just pray <laughs> don't get raped every time. But it's just like, girl, this was an today. Altima. Maybe oh, if it was like no. a Lambo or something, I maybe would have been like, no, oh, hey, it's look. always a nice, nice car. Not this not was an Altima. Yeah. Oh no, bitch! I walk or you know, call an Uber or something else. Something, something's got to give. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's how I met one of these guys. He had a Bentley, so I hopped in. (laughs) I'm out of control. I'm out of control. I thought I would grow out of that one day. Hey, look, we are who we are. We are. I've just come to accept it. Yeah. And um, maybe I'll meet somebody interesting in one of these cars. Maybe. I might go out tonight and see who I can. Oh, wait. I have a date tonight. You do? Well, we're going to see. Niggas be canceling left and right, so I don't know. And then they think that they still going to see me. Bitch, if it ain't no date, you're not seeing me. Right. Like, no. I've been telling everybody that. I've been doing a really good job about being assertive Mm -hmm. about the things that I want and the shit I'm not going to deal with. And you know what? That's what I liked about the strippers that we had on last week. I was re-listening to that episode and there were just moments where I would rewind it and be like, some of the shit that women in like professions like that have Mm -hmm. and make and say, it's like, you definitely have a fucking point. The girl that sent the advice letter and talking about the dude didn't get her Uber, you need to speak up then. If you feel like you're being disrespected. Yeah, you gotta say something. Yeah, like you're not a teenager and even if you were a teenager, I hope I teach my girls to really be like, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it's probably gonna take some time for it to really stick in, Mm -hmm. but you'll just be able to do your part yeah i felt like they had really good advice and it was interesting to hear their stories it was yeah and then it was kind of interesting to see the stuff that they're not supposed to talk about like what did we ask them the contracts yeah about the contracts they were like there's certain things in our contracts i can't talk about that made me want to know yeah i want to know what's in the contract like what is going on Mm -hmm. back there I gotta ask somebody. I can't wait till we get some prostitutes. I know. I really am interested to know, like, how did you start doing this? And do you feel bad about it? And I know you do. Like, that's one of those ones where it's like... I feel like some people have, like, something has happened to them in life and they just don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, I've just... I've been watching Shameless, as I've probably mentioned five times. Have you seen it? I haven't watched it yet. Medina, this show is about this crazy-ass dysfunctional family. The father is an alcoholic. The mother is bipolar and on drugs. She refuses to take the drugs she's supposed to take to make her, you know, kind of stable. They both have been out there prostituting themselves. One of the sons ended up... um, going off to the military and then he started prostituting himself out of a gay bar in Chicago and he had never been tested he got AIDS 
I don't know yet. I'll tell you next week. But Ooh. he um, he had never been tested and nobody he was fucking with was asking him about being tested. And I'm just like, you don't get scared? Like, I would be so scared. So he meets a guy who's like, we need to go on a date. Like, you keep trying to fuck me mm-hmm. and I'm not like these other gay dudes. We're going to go on a date. We're going to spend time together and get to know each other. And if that's not okay with you, Bye. that's fine. But you got to go. So mm-hmm. he was like, oh shit. So then it made him nervous. He was like, I really don't know how to date. Like, all the other guys I've been with are different so they're having a scene where they're in the bed and the guy says okay I have something that I need to tell you and this is why you know I want to take it slow and I haven't had sex with you and so the other guy says same thing so he's like okay on the count of three we'll say what it is so the guy who's been fucking people in the bathroom at the club lets him know that he's bipolar too and he doesn't like to take his medication because it makes him feel really weird the other guy is HIV positive mm-hmm. He's like, you know, take my medication. My levels are low. They can't transmit it to anybody, but I still like to protect myself. And so I just wanted to let you know that. And so he was like, well, what's your status? So he was like, I don't know. He doesn't know how many people he slept with. He doesn't know anybody. He went to the doctor. He was like, oh, no, you have to go to the doctor. And so they took him to the clinic to go get tested, but I still don't know the results because he said everything was cool, but I feel like everything ain't cool. Yeah. That is scary. And if everything is cool, nigga, you got God on your side. You got God. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, like, people are, that's a show, but that's really happening, like, in the world. It does. And then I think about, like, the guys I've had sex with, and, like, some of us have had that conversation up front before we ever had sex. But then I think about all the times when I was like, that was very risky of me to have sex with Oh, my gosh. You know, even with protection and not have a conversation, like, when's the last time you've been tested? What are your results? Let me see them. And, sadly, that is, like, the norm, because I cannot, there have been a lot of times and I used to be very very sexual where I that conversation never came up yeah I would say more often than not it did not come up and it's like if I was the one to bring it up it is awkward sometimes Mm -hmm. to bring it up but when you bring it up they're like oh you know you're fine like I feel like I would know how would you know bitch Do, do you not like you do realize that some of these STDs there's no symptoms there's no nothing but mm-hmm. you can have it it's just laying there in your body and you're just passing it on from person to person and nobody knows and they're like wait what and I'm yeah. like wait wait right wait, what like oh that will give you a heart attack the next thing you know you know you gotta go to the doctor you gotta schedule an appointment you gotta wait for your results to come back then so you all nervous and sweating and shitting bricks all day for a week yeah, and I just, it's, yeah, it happens more often than not. I think it's weird how, like, the, speaking of the conversation, like, no one wants to bring that up. You uh-huh. just want to get down to the nitty gritty. But so, speaking of protection, I always wonder, like, do, are you comfortable buying condoms? No. I don't think that I have ever bought condoms. I'm not I've saying I don't use them, condoms. but I've never been the one to buy them. Like, I have never bought them. I even, I want to buy the condoms for the show to hand out. And remember, I was like, oh, I don't want to go in the gas station and buy condoms. I, why yeah. do you think that is? Is. I don't know. I think sometimes I still feel like a little girl and like everybody staring at her like ooh, staring at her staring at me like, like oh she having sex yeah. or oh she's a hoe she gotta ha-. and you're like wait it's yeah. just protection I know right it's actually smart yeah and I ooh, I don't know I don't 
don't even want to be with the guy when he <laughs> buys it. I don't either. This guy I used to date, we went to the gas station right up the street, matter of fact, and he was like, oh, I don't have any more condoms. Um, we used the last one earlier. Let's go in here and get one. So I was like, let's, you go get one. Right. Go. He was like, well, come. he was like, you want something? What do you want out of the store? He's like, well, just come with me because I need to carry a few things too. And I was just standing there like really awkward. <laughs> I don't want to be here for this part. I don't know what that is. I need a I psychologist to break it down. Yeah, I wonder what, what other people's reason is. Like, I think it makes you look like a hoe. That's personally what I... But I remember one time we did a road trip to Miami uh-huh. and Hannah was like, I got a... She had this big old jumbo box of condoms. <laughs> she was like, just so we're all safe. And I was like, you know what, Hannah? You are amazing. <laughs> it was like a, a thousand piece condoms. It was humongous. And she was oh like, well, God. at least we're, I, you never know. And I was like, you right. You are right, girl. Mm-mm. I remember in college, I had sex with this guy and uh, we were like in his bed and so he reached back to get a condom. He had like this giant box, like on the side between his bed and the wall. And I was just like, you never have enough. And it was almost empty. And I was just like, damn, the semester just started. Like, who? What have you been doing? Are you passing these out on the floor? But I still fucked him. So you know, nigga, whatever. double that strap. Like what? <laughs> college, college sex. College sex was fun. College sex was fun. I didn't have. Uh, I really didn't have anything wild happen until I moved to Atlanta. And um, in college, though, I was having sex with a couple of different people. And there were some of them that were really good. But I would say most of them were not, sadly. Um, I would have to say it was like... Oh my! A lot of mine were really good, but I did have like a couple stragglers that weren't good. There was this one guy that I used to have sex with, rest in peace, because he died. Aww. But I was like, he he had like grown people sex, and we weren't all the way grown yet. This was uh-huh. like my freshman year, and it oh. was like, oh my! Was he a gosh. freshman too? I want to say he was a sophomore. He was okay. still a, a kid, but he had clearly conquered fucking. Like <laughs> I was like, wow! But it was funny though, because at homecoming, when I was like going places, sometimes I get really self conscious about like, am I gonna end up being in an area with like three niggas I used to fuck with? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, it's not gonna be weird because I'm not. I don't make shit weird. I know how to like get myself out of the situation. But I was like, is this gonna happen at homecoming? Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't. That's it didn't. Good. I saw. I never really think about that until it's time to go to the club. Right. Ooh. Now, <laughs> and then I'm like, can y'all all not be in the same ooh, section? Ooh, and you just be wondering, do they know? Yeah, that's happened before. Like, some people, it's like, damn, I'm with this guy right now, but the guy, he's dapping up. I just went on a date with him two weeks ago, and his friend over there, I've been flirting with him on Instagram. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, dude. I feel like most of the time they know. I don't be know. I feel like sometimes they like my gut tells me when they do know, and then sometimes I can tell that they really don't know, mm-hmm. and everyone keeps trying to talk to you, and you're just like, "Can everybody chill out? I'm going to the bathroom." Yeah, <laughs> I just try not to pay attention. Okay, <laughs> so let me tell you what I did last night. Now I know we talk about how numbers don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like your number of partners. So I was going through, and I was really trying to jog my memory of everybody I slept with. Mm-hmm. Medina, why did I say two people in there as thing one and thing two? Some of these people, I do honestly, I don't remember who they are. And I remember when I came up with those nicknames. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I think that both times it was somebody like one guy had been dating him we had sex and it was awful so I just didn't call him back and then the other guy know his name so I don't know why I would do that and then it really started to fuck with me like why don't you remember their names <laughs> so then I made so first I made my list mm-hmm. you know just off of my head who I had and I was like ooh this list is getting kind of long so then <laughs> so then I go back to the first one as I'm reviewing the list to make sure I didn't leave anybody off I was forgetting people who was like a long term thing like I forgot about um well I won't say their names but I forgot about that little hood rat boy that I used to be fucking with I forgot about um, isn't that crazy like a whole day will go by you'll be like oh that's what his name was yes and I'm, I've been sitting here thinking the whole time like who the fuck is thing one and who is thing two and I had so many code names and then some of these people I was like I should just scratch them off because it wasn't good it doesn't count it doesn't count and I feel like if if the first time wasn't great then it don't have to count and if I only fucked you one time and it was just okay still doesn't count mm-hmm. that, that list really has me fucked up in my head Man. Today because I'm really trying to remember have you ever sat down and tried to write out everybody hell no now here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> sit down and actually try to write it out that makes it way too real for me I have uh-huh. gone through it in my head uh-huh. and I start from when I lost my virginity and then I try to see how far I can get like and it's yeah. never I know that I'm leaving niggas out because there have been extremely drunken moments where I'm really like who was he and then there are moments where I'm like who was all involved in this like and then, and then I cannot I fathom it. actually writing it down I feel like I would have to be checked into like I would need to go see somebody to oh talk my about God. my my issues I don't know about that <laughs> is it really that bad um I look you, you should know, try it you should try it I know I'm not going to try it because I am going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, Because that's how I was feeling on the couch last night. Like, I had to pause my show. And I was just like, wow, bitch, you really were fucking all these people. That was a lot of different people. Right? And I'm just like, but do, like, people always like to say, like, do numbers really matter? Do they matter? Because no one ever wants to tell the truth about their number. I think it's because people feel like like let's say you had sex with 50 people everybody's automatically gonna assume these things about you and it's probably gonna be negative things so even though like you were okay with every person you had sex with or maybe not Mm -hmm. you know you have your own feelings but it's the fear of being judged because I think that pretty much if you've had sex with over 10 people or like uh J-Rock said when he was on the show what did he say 15 Mm mm-hmm or was that him? No, that was Messiah. My bad. When Messiah was here, we were talking about the numbers. Oh, oh he, I think he said 10. He was like, if it's like on the second hand. Yeah, and I'm just like, for a grown ass woman, 10 people, like, that's a little unfair. So then it makes you think like, well, I didn't have sex with more than 10 people. Like, you know. You know? Yeah, so, like when I'm around <laughs> other women and we're talking about this and they're like, oh, like I've only had sex with like four guys or five guys. And it really is a woman that you believe, not someone who you're like, bitch, stop motherfucking lying or you know what's even worse than that when they say I've had sex with so many people I had sex with eight guys and then you're like yeah oh, shit that's, yeah girl that's like wow seven, so I'm almost there don't yeah you're so like bad. don't so bad. You're like, like you gotta change the subject and shit I'm feeling hot like that has happened you're like can they tell that I'm li- like like, you're like sweating mm, under my arm eight you're like bitch that was that was a uh, freshman year okay like, like eight mm, nigga eight that was this particular phase <laughs> of my life that was 23 <laughs> you know and ugh I don't like that feeling or like when you um, share a sexual experience or other girls will talk about their sexual experiences and this guy asked me to do this and that is so disgusting yeah. and I was just about to say oh girl I did that 
But then right. it's like, well, y'all just went in. So I just really rather not. I think all of that is like the same. That's why people don't want to share their number. Yeah. I don't share mine. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, I was having trouble remembering that. Yeah, number. like I'm sitting here like, I don't. You want me to lie or tell the truth or like what you want me to More do? More importantly, I know that I don't have an STD. How about that? Let's talk. About how that. about that, nigga? They will ask you how many people you slept with before they ask you about an STD. Yeah. And most of them not asking numbers no more. So that just goes to show how much those conversations are not happening. Right. Mm-mm. I just don't think we need to talk about the numbers. Yeah. Maybe experiences. I'm all, You can ask me if I've ever done this, this, and this. Right. That's fine. Don't be trying to ask me, well, who was it with? And uh, Okay, now you're, you're just doing You're just much. doing way too much. Like, like no. I don't want to go there. At all. Gabrielle Union's book. I haven't read it. Have you read it? I want to read it. Just came in the mail yesterday. Okay. And it's in my car. I haven't started reading it yet. I'm gonna. I fly out tomorrow, so I'm gonna start reading it on my trip. But um, I'm really. I was trying to look up the name because I can't remember. I haven't even taken it out the package yet. We're gonna need more wine. We're gonna need more wine. Mecca was like, "You have to read it. It's super. It's really good. Like, I feel like you're gonna love it." I was Mm -hmm. like, "Yeah." Did you see her interview she did with Sway? No. So she did an interview with Sway recently. And um, I know in the book she talked, a while ago I saw that she talked about being raped and Mm -hmm. molested and um, all the miscarriages she had and how frustrating it was when people kept asking her, like, when are you going to have a baby? Why don't you have any kids? And she was like, that's not really a conversation I want to have with everybody. So I've always just been like, oh, you know, I don't want them. Mm -hmm. And so she talked about that. But then she talked about... um, sex and how important it is for mutual gratification Mm -hmm. and um, masturbating at five years old and what else did she say? Oh, telling men they need to eat your ass. So it was really... (sighs) I wish we could get her on the fucking show. She was in town this weekend, but I didn't know anybody who knew her. That that would have been amazing. I know, right? Because she was was promoting the book this Mm -hmm. weekend out here. So anyway, as far as the masturbation goes, she said that when she was five years old, she was playing with this teddy bear, like one of those big like life-size bears Mm -hmm. and she was like hugging it and stuff while she was laying down I guess and then she said it kind of rubbed her in a way and she's like oh this feels good and she was like I really didn't know what I was doing but it felt good and then later I realized that was masturbation when grown-ass people remember being five years old sometimes I wonder I was like was I kidnapped as a child I don't remember like being five like I'll see certain pictures and remember that picture but I don't actually I can't tell you a story from when I was five years old oh yeah I, Mine started like seven. Huh. I yeah. don't know. That's kind of like Sean, I guess, because she's always like, why do you remember stuff when you were that young? Because mm-hmm. we have a lot of shared memories. And so I'm just like, you don't remember when you did this to me? She's like, yeah, you had to be like three or four. Okay. And I was like, okay, what? Yeah, I don't remember that life. I remember that. I was trying to remember when I first masturbated, though, after she said that. I don't remember when that happened. I know I was young and I didn't realize what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just really like looking at myself and examining my body and what was going on down yeah. there. You touch yourself and uh, I don't remember. But I now don't I have remember. a problem because I haven't had any good sex in a really long time and I feel like I have been masturbating way too much. <sighs> like, is there really too much though? Yes. Oh, okay. I think so. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Then. Um, you know, I decided I needed to try out my my light to take some really good nude pictures, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So I was like, well, who am I going to send these to? <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try them out. I was trying to get cute with it and be artistic. I don't know. I thought I was a Playboy model or something. And so then um, I've been sending them back and forth with this guy. 
for like a while now. It's like an everyday thing. Medina, I got so mad the other day because when I woke up, I did not have a picture or video from him. And I was like, what the fuck? We have an agreement. He was like, an agreement? I said, yes, you're supposed to send this to me every day. And I was like, I've got to fuck somebody soon because I have a problem right now. Oh, so you're not fucking him. It's just pictures. Well, he's not here. Oh. Yeah, it's just pictures. You're not so. scared that he will show those pictures to someone? Well, the pictures look good, so. Oh, so you're like, okay. I mean, if they get out, they get out. But I made sure that they look, <laughs> look good, you know. The lighting was right. I posed right. Like, everything was fine. Sometimes I think about it, but then I'm like, eh. Okay, if somebody sees me naked, then what? I think I feel like I I'm would. not famous, so they're not going to be everywhere. And if I was famous, I'd try and pull a Kim K and figure out a way to Look, flip this, it. right? You know, turn those lemons into lemonade, no. And then, like, I don't... I send, send them sometimes on Snapchat, but usually I just text them. Mm. It's very risky, but I think I like the risk factor. I mean, I've definitely like done it before. I be risky in a lot of things, but with that, it's just like, mm, it's kind of fun. Oh, little nudies. Do you ever send them? Mm-mm. Or did you? I, even when you're away on work? No, I haven't done that in a very long time because I have recently become so self-conscious about my body. Um, but, no, I Carlos and I, when we first met, yes, I used to send... He didn't send me any, but I would mm-hmm. always send him, like, the sexiest pictures. But it would be, like, not fully naked. It would be, like, oh. I'm naked, and then I would, like, have one of his hats and bend over and, like, hide, like make it to where everything is hidden. Uh-huh. Um, That's cute. I should try that. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, there was, like, I've done it before with other guys, too, and then I was just, like, the whole week, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, like, what if he's just sending this right now to every single person? Like, I'm feeling myself too much. Really, that's what that is. Because it's like, why, he, why would he do that? The type of person it was. It was like, why would he do that? I hope yeah, he ain't do it. I, I don't think so. Um, okay, so then the other thing she talked about, the mutual gratification thing. And she was talking about how guys always want head, but they are a little reluctant at times to give it back. And she's like, you know, whenever you're having sex, even if it's just oral sex, you either need to be doing it for each other at the same time, or it needs to be right after the other, or whatever. It needs to balance out. If mm-hmm. I suck your dick, you need to eat my pussy. And that's just how it goes. And she also said, ladies, make sure you tell him, go ahead and eat your ass. Like, why not? Wow. Exactly. And so then I was thinking, like, that she's right. And I feel like guys don't think about that. They just, a lot of times they can be very selfish. Not everybody. But a, a lot. Yeah. A lot of them. And it's just like, I shouldn't have to ask you to eat my pussy. Cause and if you say that you don't eat pussy, well then, nigga, today I don't suck dick. Exactly. It's like they think, oh, well, I don't do that, but you still need to. No. That's just not going to happen. But like she said, we you got to speak up. Like You, you have to speak up. I am really learning that. You got to just say what it is. If, if if you're walking and the dude doesn't hold the door, you need to call him out. You don't hold doors? Okay, don't call me anymore. I don't know how exactly. your mom was treated. but And you might be surprised. Like some people, they really don't know or they're used to dating a certain type of girl. Like when Joy was in here and she was talking about carrying her own bags. I was like, girl. So it's a chick who works here at the studio and um, she was saying like, Basically, the chivalrous stuff, like opening doors, carrying bags for a woman and all this other stuff, she'll do it herself. She's fully capable. It's not that we're not capable. It's just that's the polite thing to do. Carry my bags. I don't want to have to ask you. Mm -hmm. I will, but I don't want to have to. Like, it feels so much better for somebody to just be like, oh, no, let me get that. Right. That makes me feel warm inside. It does. And like I said, I have hands. I am capable. If you're not around, I can do it. Mm-hmm. But what are you here for if you're not going to be doing shit? Right. I mean, make yourself useful. I'm old-fashioned in that sense. Be a man, and I'll be a woman. I'll cook the meals. I'll clean up. Yeah, I don't mind doing that stuff either. I kind of... 
like somebody was like, well, what type of girl are you? And they tried to use all those comparisons. I was like, sometimes it's not always a this or that situation. I don't have a problem cooking and cleaning. Mm-hmm. But if you're not around, don't think that I'm going to be, or if I don't have a man, don't think that I'm just going to be waiting for somebody and I'm not going to get the stuff done myself. I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Like I will figure out a way. But I like to do things for someone else and I like for somebody to do shit for me. Yeah. I'm tired of doing shit all the time. Tired very fucking tired I'm tired I'm just tired like every day I think about it I'm tired of this shit why do I have to fix shit myself I need a handyman yeah it'd be more convenient if it was a boob but <laughs> I wouldn't have to pay him but it's like I need to get a handyman I'm tired of this shit it happens far too often I love that if you guys like know of any good topics that that we haven't touched on feel free to send them to us like DM us um if you're friends of ours and you have our numbers, text us. Send it to the email, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Because we like to hear what y'all want to hear. We like to talk about what y'all want to hear. If it has to do with sex, dating, and relationships. Some of y'all sent me some inboxes talking about you want to have debates about stuff. That's not really what debates we do. Debates about what? I don't, there was one guy, he listens to the show. No disrespect, but he wanted to come on to talk to debate about something. I was like, we don't really... I just stopped responding, actually. I was like, we're not, like, debating stuff. Like, if it turns into that when we do have the opposite sex on, that's one thing. But it's not like we come on here to, like, have debates. Yeah, because we're not always on opposite sides. Right. Sometimes we are, but it's like we can just talk about what we feel or our experiences and that be it. Because we're not trying to prove anybody right. Right. And we're not trying to... That's what a debate is. Somebody's supposed to be right, like... Right. And we like to keep everything that has to do with sex, dating, and relationships, not like the world. Yeah, like, uh uh-uh. Okay, so I have a question. Um this guy texts me in the middle of me trying to look at my notes and I just thought about something. How do you confront a lying ass nigga who is lying about his life and like trying to make himself seem more important than he is, trying to make it seem like he's like this big shot guy and it's like, I know that you're not. I mean, I... So, I'm like, should I just say that and like spell it out or is that too bitchy? I mean, that's literally everything we just talked about, how just speak your mind. Yeah, speak my mind, but you know I can be bitchy. Like, there's a nice way to say things. With that situation, I don't think there's a nice way because what he's doing is rude. So it's kind of like he's already going to be offended because you're telling you're telling that you're like, I know you're lying. Mm -hmm. So could you just be honest? or, Or maybe you could be like, could I ask you a question and you really give me an honest answer? I think that's the nicest way to yeah, do it. And then yeah. he'll be, he'll probably be like, yeah, what's up? And then you can be like, I, I really feel like you lying this. about some shit. Yeah. Because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like this guy, I've told him already. I said, I don't trust you. And I just tried to death the situation, but he keeps hitting me. I he want you to tell up. him you know and he's so lying. I'm just like, I don't trust you. I don't believe the things that you say. And so he was like, well, why not? I said, because it doesn't make sense. So if you can't be honest, like we don't have. Oh, so to you've told him. So I told him that. But I feel like I need to spell it out in detail. Like you told me this. This is what the truth is. And this is how I know. And how are you going to refute this? Like me and him need to have a debate, I guess, <laughs> about his goddamn life that he's been selling me. And then I also told him. Um, this was a while ago when he was trying to act like he was so important and he was doing a whole lot of name dropping I said listen I know how you met me you Mm -hmm. met me out and I know that you might have this idea I know that you went through my Instagram and you have this idea about me but I'm trying to tell you who I am I don't care about that shit Mm -hmm. like you can know a lot of people or you don't know a lot of people it's more so about how are you going to treat me and how are you going to be an addition to my life 
because I don't need you to just be here just to be here like what are you going to do to add value to my life and make me wanting to spend time with you matter like you're not doing that by telling me that you know all of these athletes or you know all of these That's reality corny. stars. It's just like, you sound lame. Like, if they're the people that are so interesting, well, how about you introduce me to one of them so they can take me on a date? Because... that just You just gave you me know, an idea for our next um, because, topic because episode. Corny-ass yeah. niggas. We talked about broke niggas. Yes. We gotta have an episode about dedicated to corny-ass so niggas. Lame. And it's like, you talking your friends up, you don't think that when I meet them, if I meet them, if you even really know his ass that I'm not gonna run over there because I'm not going to not do it and I'm not gonna be shamed that's crazy isn't it like who does that it's like you're so grown like I get when you're a kid and you're still trying to figure out life that you might do that from time to time but it's like you need to be able to stand on your own I don't want no weak ass nigga I need somebody who is somebody in his own right or makes you feel like they know that they're important. Like, where's your self-esteem? I don't want a man with low self-esteem. They always talk Ooh, about us Lord, with the low self-esteem. Which is bad in itself. But if you get a man with low self-esteem, you might even get busted upside your head. Yeah, Y'all really don't, don't know how to deal with it. They do not. They start hitting you. They want to <laughs> belittle you. They want to make you feel like shit because they feel like shit. At least when we do it, we, we, I don't feel like girls do that. You actually probably start to do the most to take care of the nigga when you're not feeling good about yourself. Right. Yeah. No, I don't have time for that. And I I don't want nobody going upside my head because I will call the police and you will go to jail. I'm not. Clink, clink. Okay. Well, I guess now we can go on to our advice. All righty. Let's see. I found an advice letter from from a while ago. Sometimes I forget we don't make it through all of them. Oh, yeah. Um. So this one is from um, um one that was sent a while ago, but I just never read it. Okay. Okay, so it says... Hey, ladies, a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine reached out to me telling me she had been seeing an old boyfriend of mine. I am now married with a baby on the way, but I still felt some type of way about it. I started asking so many questions like, were y'all messing around when I was dating him? She said no, but I still told her I'm not comfortable with it. And if she cherishes our friendship, she needs to end it now. My husband overheard the conversation and now he's mad at me because he thinks I shouldn't care anymore unless I still have feelings for my ex. I'm so confused and mad and sad and everything else. What would y'all do if you were in my shoes? I don't want to lose my husband or my friend but I feel some type of way. I thought we did this one. Did we do this one? I think so, but we can answer it again because I see a lot of people asking questions just like that. Um, you don't want to lose your husband and your friend. I think your husband has a valid point. I think he does like, too. Like you can't obsess over something else. But I also get you being upset with your friend. Like why would you do that? Because I've told y'all plenty of times like I really don't feel comfortable with my close friends dating people and sleeping, sleeping with people who mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That's just me. So you're going to have to get over it. Because do you really, listen to yourself, do you really want to lose your husband because your friend is dating somebody you used to date when you have a husband? Like, that's what it's going to have to boil down to. You can be upset about it, but that's going to be something that you're just going to have to be upset with on the inside. That was the best piece of advice. Because, yeah, that's true. Like, you're going to lose your husband over somebody that was an ex and you're probably not going to get back with him. And your friend is probably going to be with him. Yeah, or they're going to break up because he wouldn't shit with you and he's not going to be shit with her. Like, you got to let that go, girl. Let Unless it go. you really don't want your husband. Yeah, but it sounds like you do. Let yeah. it go and get over it. Okay, so let me read this one. This one is a new one. 
Um, I think this must have just happened. Says, hey, girls, I really fucked up. I went to my alma mater for homecoming and saw this guy who I used to date. I haven't seen him in years, and he's even more fine than he was back in the day. Mm. I saw him and had butterflies and shit in my stomach. He took me to dinner one night to catch up. How can one man be so perfect? In college, we were friends with benefits, but really nothing more. Over the years, we kept in touch, and when we were in the same city, we'd hook up. Anyway, at dinner, he asked me why I never took him seriously because he was always interested in me. I never thought he was interested in me. I thought he was fucking half the school and I wanted something serious. I told him all of this, but he told me he just so happens to be moving to the same area as me for a new job. And he really is interested in dating me and seeing where this goes. We We ended up going to have drinks after dinner and we had sex. We had steamy, passionate sex that I can't stop thinking about it. The sex was so good, I forgot that I have a whole boyfriend back at home. Just picture Lawrence from Insecure. The new guy is serious about trying to date me, but I'm not sure if I should leave my man or not. Please help. Girl, you sound like you got unfinished business. Yeah. You forgot you had a whole man and was going on a date with your old fuck buddy? (laughs) Where your man at? You didn't call like throughout the whole night? Um, she was probably too busy fucking him and talking to her new little friend. I feel like you're going to have to take a risk. Like, I feel like you need to just leave your dude. If you forgot you had a whole boyfriend, because you were so- girl, you ain't worried about him. And, and you- then you called him Lawrence from Insecure, and I'm assuming this is pre glow up Lawrence, like when he ain't have no job. Right. If you're kind of over your man and you're looking for new options, don't keep him just to keep him and have somebody there. Right. You're gonna have to take that risk and hope that your new lover boy is worth the risk. I would risk it. I would too if I because was. It sounds like it was like an old flame that kind of reignited when you saw each other. Y'all and, already going on dates, y'all had sex, and you had sex with him before. But take a risk. Take girl. a risk. Take like a that's risk what life's about. Because I, I want to know. When I was at homecoming yesterday, we were walking down the promenade, uh-huh. and I saw this tall, athletic-looking brother. Kira, he was so fine. Was I he? he was so fine that I just kept looking at him. And Serena was like, "Dang, Medina!" And I was, I was looking at him. And I was like, "He is really fine." And he lo- he was looking at me, and then he gave me the wink, the wink of a lifetime. He looked at me, and he was like, Ding. "It was like a movie." I could hear like the <laughs> ding. I mean, it was. He had strong eyelids too. It was like I felt strong eyelids. Yeah, like the wink was so like like I told you, it sounded like he. Ding. <laughs> I was like, "Stay over there," and I'm gonna stay over here because I'm not willing to take that risk. Keep walking that um do we have any more advice or are we moving yeah, on to Cox? I, I have one more okay hi lady hi ladies i've been getting really stressed out about life lately i'm in my mid-20s single and no real idea on what i want to do with my life when i was 19 and dumb as hell i got married to my high school sweetheart he promised to take care of me and all that other bs but i never thought about what would happen if he wasn't there anymore now he's serving jail time like Mm -hmm. long jail time and i'm not waiting for him i have no idea how to figure out what i want to do with my life since all i used to do was go shopping and go to clubs with my ex i also don't even know how to date or meet guys would you guys have waited for your man to get out of prison and how can i start meeting new guys and figuring out my life in the meantime Okay, no, I wouldn't have waited. I'm not waiting. Mm-mm. To go, girl, you need to go to school. Take some classes. Like, you don't need to enroll all the way if you're not sure. But I think that that would be a good way for you to, like, figure some things out for yourself mm-hmm. to see what you might want to do career-wise. Yeah. Because you got to work now is what it sounds That's like. That's what it sounds like. You got to be shopping all the time. Or do you have, like, a, a talent 
or a hobby that has always just been a hobby. Like you do hair or you can do eyebrows really good or eyelashes. The eyelash Something. community is really making Makeup. bank. Yeah. It, you got to dig deep and it's going to be hard and lonely. Yeah, you need to and probably find some new friends or just any friends who have jobs or who are doing anything interesting and not just shopping and living that life. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, you got to figure something out for yourself. And then to meet guys, you'll probably meet some guys once you start going to classes or going to work or, you know, attending events, doing something different besides shopping and going to the club. Yeah. And uh, there's always Tinder and Bumble. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. You just got to step out. You got to step out there. And all that shopping that you did, maybe you can start up a little business where you like let broke bitches rent your bags. Yeah. Or like buy your clothes from you. Yeah. That's a really good idea. That's where you can start. Mm -hmm. You need some cash really quick. Um, And that's it for the advice. If you guys have uh, any advice that you want to ask, that you need, uh, email us cocktails.acl at gmail.com. Hey. Uh Okay, and so now it's time for the cocktails. Do you want to go first? Do you want you go first? Okay, mine is quick. So this was about the guy that I went on the date with, the sushi date. So we go on another date, and I was like, well, maybe that was just first date jitters. You know, he was nervous and he wanted to make sure that it wasn't like dead conversation, so he was going to keep talking. So mm-hmm. we go to New York Prime, and um, have you been there before? I don't know. It's in Buckhead's Steakhouse. I don't think so. Okay. So we go to New York Prime and we're sitting there and um, I noticed that I started to do that thing where it's like I pick out every little thing that I do not like about somebody Mm -hmm. just so I can feel better about it when I decide I'm not calling them anymore. So we go to dinner um he was talking he was doing the same thing still talking about himself every time i would try and jump in the conversation and tell a story or ask him something Mm -hmm. it was just like he wanted to hurry up and get back to him and i'm like how are you ever going to get to know anybody if you do this he was telling me how he has a hard time meeting women i started texting on the dates and um i was just texting my friends i was like man i'm really bored and this guy just keeps talking and he says you know what i'm saying you know what i mean every five minutes so it's just like i know when to nod my head (laughs) to act like i'm paying attention and i was like i'm really just here for the food so when we leave we ended up going to a hookah place and um we're sitting there and he's still doing the same thing still really talking i was like you know what i really just want to go home mm-hmm. do you want to take me because he picked me up i was like do you want to take me or should i call an uber he's like no i'll take you and so then we get back to my house and he's dropping me off he said i had a really good time so is the next date on you because i spent like six hundred dollars whoa i said no and there is no next date be blessed and i took my ass upstairs and went to bed like did you really just ask me that and did you really spend all that if you didn't he want did. to? Like, I'm just, oh. but I'm saying, if you didn't want to spend that much, nobody, I don't like, like when men feel like I'm making you spend the money. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't pick these restaurants that you took me to. I didn't ask to go to this bar. I didn't ask you to buy all of this extra shit that I didn't want. And I didn't ask didn't you need. how much the bill came to. That's none of my business. Okay, because I don't have nothing to do with that. That's between you and your bank. <laughs> 
the fuck? The end. Okay, so that was my cocktail. Don't wow. Don't no shit like that again with me. Um, I the cocktail that I, I was thinking of too. This one I really want to tell, but I don't know if I've told it before. Like back in the day when Shayla was on the show. Okay, start it. And I'm I'll just tell you if I okay. So there was this guy when I was living when I had first moved back to Texas, and um, he used to go to Clark. And he, I always thought he was so fine. He was just so beautiful. He played baseball. And um, he ended up moving to Dallas and became a teacher. And so, like, he, we swiped each other on Tinder. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember him. I had the biggest crush on him. But it wasn't, like, a crush where he knew about it. I just always would see him be like, wow, he's so fine. Uh, so, he, oh, so he was like, you want to go on a date? I was like, sure. He was like, I would like to keep it, like, really simple since we don't know each other. I knew he was a teacher, too. I was like, he, he also probably don't have no money. But, um... He was so fine. I was willing to look past that. So <laughs> he's like, let's meet up at Starbucks for coffee. And I was like, OK, cool. So we meet up at Starbucks for coffee. And um, the it was just we had such a great time. We went on a second date. We went to the movies and we went back to his apartment. Mm-hmm. While we were at his apartment, we were just like talking about life. And so I was rather bored like because he really wanted to just like talk. He, this was actually someone I wanted to jump my bones. Mm-hmm. He didn't try. He didn't even try to kiss me. And I was like, dang, like that's always a bad feeling. You're like, OK, do I need to just sit here with my legs wide open or what? Right. And then. And like when, and then you're wondering like is something wrong with you? Like maybe there's something wrong and you're just not ready to tell me it. So we sat there and we talked. We drank wine. He told me about teaching. I talked about flying, all this stuff. And so then when we were leaving. He was like, I had such a really good time with you, and I was like, Yeah. And this time, since I came out to Dallas, next time you are gonna have to come out to Ag Town. Mm-hmm. And like he was like, Out of town. He was like, We not going out of town. And I was like, That's. First of all, that's That's not even what I said. And it was really awkward because it was like, he was so caught up on like, you think we're about to like go out of town together? And I was like, I said ag town as in Arlington. Mm -hmm. The slang word for Arlington is ag town. He was like, oh, I thought you meant like out of town. And I was like, well, now I will not be going anywhere with you because that was just so it was just That's rude awkward. it was like we not going out of town <laughs> nigga I, I know, know you're broke teacher. right like <laughs> I know you don't got no money I don't know what type of girl you think I am I don't even know why you thought I said it was just really weird and then we just like walked downstairs all super quiet and quiet and awkward and then I got in the car and I was like bye that is really awkward <laughs> I hate when shit like that me too because I liked him uh-huh. he's like out of town like bitch no I, ain't, we not, I got bills to pay. it was just <laughs> super brokenness that I didn't need to hear at that time I was like okay bye. yeah you gotta spring that broke shit on later after I already fell for you so it doesn't really matter right try and help you get through not give you money but you know help you think right mm, that's too bad well you win some you lose some we both lost some yeah on those nights anyway guys thanks so much for listening uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at cocktails podcast and I'm at Kiki said so I'm at coffee bean Dean and leave a review please on iTunes we really need it and if you're listening like on SoundCloud you know you can leave comments on the episodes when you yeah. guys have thoughts do that because well, I want to read some yeah I want to see what y'all think what you think about the show and also y'all if you want to sponsor an episode or you want us to email you the different packages we offer for you to help this show keep going email us let us know if you just want to donate if you a dope boy listening you just want to donate some money do it just meet me downtown on Edgewood I'll pick up the cash or you can PayPal cash app or something you know we accept multiple forms of payment yes we do keep that in mind All right. well until next week you guys goodbye goodbye I'm sorry but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.